0: Don't ask me to talk.
1: From the sublime to the ridiculous.
0: Join me, Stacey Heller.
1: And me, Eric
0: Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more.
1: An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen.
0: Stick with us for something good. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am your host, Stacey Heller. I am joined by my co-host. Hey,
1: good afternoon. It's me, Eric Ryder.
0: So, hey, this show is that little bit of fluff that you need in the afternoon. Not the fluff that you need to take off your sweater because it's a New lint. The fluff that softens your seat when you sit down and relax. How about that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm a little loopy. I hurt my back on Sunday, and I'm on a lot of different kinds of pain medication. Fair uh, enough. So, you know, it's it's gonna be even more ridiculous than it normally is. Uh but Is that possible? And I don't think it is. <laughs> but I mean it's true. Like the fluff that's on your shirt, you're like, uh, ah, get that off.
1: That's right. The the lint. Yes. For the pet hair. Exactly. All that stuff.
0: Exactly. So, you know, we're the fluff that like if you put enough of that fluff together, it just it softens the blow. I could have used that. But we're fluff. like
1: marshmallow fluff or fluff or nutter.
0: Right. I could have used it on Sunday when I fell. On my yes. butt. <laughs> but anyway, so hey, thanks you, you, for
1: <laughs> You don't have enough fluff on your butt. I, that's well, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think it's called flubber.
1: <laughs> flubber, you would have went flying.
0: <laughs> that's that, true. That could have
1: been kind of cool, actually. Well,
0: right? Like an India. Rubber Ball.
1: <laughs> yes, right.
0: Uh-huh, which is uh, a call out for the, I have a little shadow that goes in and out with me, uh, which is a poem by Robert Louis Stevenson.
1: Very good, I don't know that one.
0: Yep, and the reason, so that's why the whole India Rubber Ball comes up, because uh-huh. it was a specific kind of ball that he was mentioning.
1: Well, you know, the, the flubber thing, it made me think of, I've, I just binged four episodes of the toys that built America, oh, brought to you by the same people that did the food, the food that built America. <gasps> and uh, somebody actually marketed a flubber uh, a thing after the um, after the movies. Yeah, the nutty, the original Nutty Professor came out, and uh, apparently it was Jerry
0: Lewis, right? D-
1: yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah, apparently it didn't do too well, but. Uh, you know, they they found a way to market it as something else. Well, I believe it was the same episode with the uh, silly putty. Oh, uh, so and that was a, that took an interesting journey as well.
0: Uh, silly we won't putty We'll go was, into
1: here, but silly putty it's, was it's fascinating. Worth watching. Yeah,
0: and I have a mystery from my childhood where I was once in my bathroom and as a kid, and I had silly putty in my hand, and I don't know where it went. I'm guessing I dropped it down the toilet. <laughs> 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 and like didn't see it and it probably got flushed. But like I was like, Where'd that silly putty go? Anyway. Um, so hey, as you can say as you can see, we go off the rails almost immediately never. with uh, don't ask me to talk. And we never uh, digress. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Never. I mean, this is ADHD at its finest. So we do appreciate you, though, listening uh, and a reminder that if you are not able to listen live, no biggie, you can find Don't Ask Me to Talk wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, you can also follow Stacy Talks on Instagram. And you will find information about the show, what's coming up, what we're going to talk about. Uh, sometimes we mention recipes or fun things like that, random pictures. You will find them there. So uh, we are now in that part of the show where we talk about some of the ridiculous high holidays.
1: That's right. That, we're smack dab in the middle of the holidays season, so <laughs> why right? not cram a few more in?
0: Exactly. So um, I I figure I'll start as a cradle Catholic for the religious out there. Uh, today is the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. Really, no more need be said about that one. Um, you know, I'm just reminding all of the Catholics out there that if you weren't able to make it to Mass, it is technically a holy day of obligation. Mm. Uh, however, I... Do not believe in guilting, judgment, or shame. And so, hey, if you didn't make it, just have a little convo with whoever your higher power is. Uh, But on an international level, today it is pretend to be a time traveler day. Now, I picked this one because there's always a ton of holidays to pick from. But I picked this one because it gave me pause. We think of time travel as such like a a modern idea like this whole concept of like um you know time travel that happens in movies and you know with especially with like the Marvel universe and this whole like you know going back and forth in time and changing things and all that kind of stuff. And when I was doing the the research air quotes on research uh it was so interesting because I'm like, oh yeah, like H. G. Wells. Like yep. and you know, and thinking back like you it wrote wasn't the time machine. Right. Yeah. And, you know, all of these things that that came up like oh so long ago, and this idea, even Dickens a Christmas carol, and the fact that you're visited by ghosts present, past, and future, and that you can travel through time. I was like, Oh, my gosh. It is. I don't know why that. <laughs> clearly, I am a little off with my meds because I don't know why I thought that was just a fascinating thing. Um, but I did. I, I was like, wow. OK. Time traveler. Um, and I love that it's pretend to be a time traveler day. So if you saw somebody that looked a little bit like uh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future, that's probably why.
1: Yeah, you know, I learned a fun fact, uh, speaking of Christmas Carol, learned a fun fact yesterday uh, that, that, you know, Tiny Tim from A Christmas Carol, right? Dickens originally called him Little Fred. What? (laughs) Yes, and that just blew my mind as well. I have a feeling that if he had stuck with that, he'd be wanting to go back in time and change it. Right, Tiny Tim. Alliteration—it always works. But
0: it's alliteration. Little
1: Fred. I just think how different would have all those adaptions would have been with Little Fred instead of Tiny Tim.
0: Right. Hey, bless us, everybody. I'm Little Fred. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, and then Fred Claus, that gives a whole new meaning. My leg don't
1: work too well.
0: Oh, my gosh. little Fred. What's his rapper name? Like, Lil' Fred.
1: Lil' Fred, yeah. Oh,
0: my gosh. That is ridiculous, by the way. Uh, Okay, now I'm not going to be able to think about anything except for (laughs) Lil' Fred. Every
1: time you see Tiny Tim,
0: (laughs) God bless us, everyone,
1: you're just going to think what might have been with Little Fred.
0: (laughs) Right, Little Fred the Rapper. Oh my gosh, now I'm going to have to work on a rap. Hmm, Okay, that's for another show. Are you into the whole science fiction time travel thing? Like, is that something that...
1: I mean, if it's done well, yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, there's uh, Doctor Strange, right? Right. And a lot of that stuff happened on... um, What's the show uh, that was in the 60s or 70s that was like the funky science show, you know, with the stories. Come on. <laughs> I, I really don't know
2: what
1: you're talking about. Yeah, but uh,
0: There are people that are listening right now that are like yelling what the name of the show is. All are like, you talking
1: about Star Trek maybe? No, no. Okay.
0: It was the other one where it was Because like, they went
1: back in time in one of the movies. Yes,
0: they did. Yeah. It was the one... Oh, it'll come up in the middle of the show. So if <laughs> I have a Tourette's moment where I shout out the name of a show, then... You'll know that this is—it's a callback to what to what I was talking about.
1: Everybody, of course, also thinks of Back to the Future. I think, and yes, you know the Huey Lewis uh, theme song from that.
0: Gonna go back in time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, they do, and now they really do. There's a lot of songs (laughs) and things that can go with this episode. This is interesting. Might have to add some things to our Spotify playlist.
1: Maybe the gold standard of uh time travel movies the back to the future trilogy
0: okay don't you think they jumped the shark when they rode the horse uh
1: you mean the the (laughs) the number three when they went back to the old west yes uh no i i don't know i went with it
0: (laughs) all right i don't know i feel like they jumped the shark but hey everybody has their own opinion um I, i believe
1: they jumped the canyon
0: well, but uh, <laughs> I mean, all right, technicality. So, on a national level today, mm-hmm. it is National lard day. Now, first of all, that made me chuckle because I'm like, of course, Americans have lard day. right.
1: Um, <laughs> I right. love your lard.
0: Well, and so I learned that at one time, lard was all the rage in cooking. And lard is not to be confused with shortening. Interesting. Yeah. So I have to say, you know, people that listen to this show and get this information from us, like I'm learning too. Because uh, let's see. It was talking about how at one point. Now, I think this was in like the 1800s. Lard is
1: pig fat. Yes. Yeah
0: and it was so in the 19th century everybody used lard instead of butter <laughs> it's not butter
1: i mean i get it you know you get that well, kind of bacony kind of thing going right frying up
0: stuff and it makes sense like they uh isn't it called like a larder or something like a sure there's yeah, yeah. anyway then um then there was this uh apparently a book by upton sinclair That talked about uh, lard and it got a lot of bad publicity. So people stopped using it. So then this German chemist, physicist, something found a substitute for lard, which is now shortening, AKA like Crisco. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, so Crisco was like a thing, but now people are bringing, they're bringing lard back
1: and Which, and shortening is a, it's a vegetable based. It's a vegetable uh, based. Fat. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like lard but made with vegetables instead of pork.
0: Right. And yeah. it,
1: but also probably not terribly good for you.
0: Well, and I you know, I was thinking about like the whole Crisco thing. So when you buy Crisco from the store, you can buy the one that tastes like butter or has mm-hmm. a butter taste. I use the one that is tasteless and I will use it in not like tacky tasteless, like it has no taste. I use a mixture of butter and Crisco in my chocolate chip cookies because the the shortening or, yeah, the Crisco, it, uh, it makes the cookie more cakey and less crispy. Butter burns faster. So you get a crunchier, uh, thinner cookie with butter. And so I do a mixture. And so I'm thinking like, okay, lard, but I don't really want the taste of pig fat in my cookies. I mean, maybe not for that particular cookie, I don't know.
1: right, yeah,
0: I don't know. it you know it just it gave me pause, and it made me think of my uh grandfather, who the story goes that he made french fries every night, and he would use bacon grease and he would just reuse the fat over and over again mm-hmm. and use that to make the french fries, all right. <laughs> my father swore that they were amazing my mom swears that my dad continued to date her because of the fries so uh,
1: it sounds like it sounds like they would be pretty tasty you can't argue with that you can't probably, argue with probably that. again not good for you but uh yeah
0: right seems I mean,
1: like it would be delicious
0: uh speaking of delicious it's brownie day
1: hey it's yeah. also
0: brownie day And not Girl Scout brownies, like brownies.
1: Well, what better way to celebrate lard day (laughs) than uh, having a bunch of brownies and feeling like lard?
0: Oh, Right? Now, okay, Uh, when you were growing up, did your mom bake brownies? And if she did, did she make them from scratch or from a box?
1: I believe she did it from scratch at least a few times, but uh, I think we probably also did the box. Kind too a few times too, so, and it, universally good. No matter uh, they how you do it better.
0: Yeah. So growing up, my mom made them from scratch, and the best thing about the brownies from scratch for her recipe was licking the bowl after because it was so good and fudgy and delicious. And the final product though was like, eh, it was a little like it was a little dry, a little cakey. Now. Do brownies from a box now, and I would argue that the batter is not as delicious, but the end product is phenomenal. Especially the Giardelli's. I'm mentioning a lot of brands today, so <laughs> shout out to all these brands. But
1: I mean, I love brownies, you know, so I can't argue with any of that. I, you know, but uh, I. It does remind me of when I was a kid. Uh, we used to go to this laundromat uh, to do our laundry, and they had a vending machine. And in that vending machine was a brownie for, I want to say, like 50 cents, which was, you know, a, more expensive than yeah. the other items within the vending machine. And every time we went, I wanted that brownie so bad, my mom said, no, well because it's <laughs> not paying the 50 cents. Yeah, she for, needed
0: the quarters for, for the, the dryer.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and so I finally scraped together 50 cents. And I, it, I wasn't doing laundry that day, but I went to the laundry mat and I bought that brownie and it was terrible. Of
0: course, it was terrible. Oh. So,
1: vending machine brownies are never as good as they look. You, you definitely want the home baked stuff.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. true. Oh, I'm sorry. And brownie a la mode. I learned a
1: valuable lesson, you know. Well, yes. Food from a laundry mat. <laughs>
0: It's like sushi from a gas station. It's, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, oh, that makes me sad, though. I think of poor little young Eric, like, wah, wah.
1: That's, that's <laughs> pretty much exactly what happened. I took one bite and... <laughs>
0: Yep, <laughs> totally. Yeah, oh. Give me
1: my fifty cents back.
0: <laughs> exactly, you darn machine! Mm-hmm. Did you t- now? Did you tell your mom that you had gone and gotten it? No,
1: of course no, I not. Just, just kept my shame to myself.
0: Right until now. <laughs> yes. I wonder if she's listening now that she's been on the show and she's a right. radio star. Yes, I don't, well, she might find out.
1: <laughs> she might.
0: <laughs> so there are. No real birthdays of note today. I mean, I think it's like Nicki Minaj's birthday, but like, meh. I mean, happy birthday, Nicki. um, Now, from our episode last week, Two Truths and a Lie, any regrets or any follow-up info? No. (laughs) All right. I do have one thing that I want to share with you before we uh, take a break and talk about our topic So, last weekend I went to see the movie *Violent Night*.
1: Yes, and yeah, you were talking about this on Stacey Connects. I was on Tuesday,
0: and we also talked about
1: this is the ass kick in Santa Claus movie. Yes, starring David Harbor from Stranger Things yep. and uh, Black Widow.
0: Yep, and it was it was so surprisingly good. I am not a horror movie fan. Uh, So I don't like anything like that. Like this was just sheer violence. It was like Kingsman type violence. It had some heart uh, and shenanigans a la Home Alone. It was one of those movies that I laughed when I saw the trailer months ago and was like, oh, we got to go see this. And I... Wasn't disappointed. Like, it's so sad that, like, that's a good review these days. I wasn't disappointed. Uh, no, dare I say it, I actually really liked it. However, as we talked about this past week on my show, it was the, the trailer that I want our listeners to be on the lookout for. So the whole reason I went to see Violet Night was because of the trailer. Well, the trailer that I saw before Violet Night was Cocaine Bear. <laughs> and if you have not seen this trailer... Look it up, folks.
1: Yes, it's a real movie because, like you, I saw like the trailer for this and I said this can't be real. This is like, (laughs) but then I see the Universal Pictures and I said, wow, it is. And yeah, it's looks like it's got a decent cast, but uh, wow,
0: it is. We talked on Tuesday. Like, it's one of those things that it's like, it's gonna be so bad, it's awesome. I mean it was just everybody in the theater was like what just happened <laughs> so i just you know for all of you listening out there look up this trailer and you too will be flummoxed and and you'll chuckle it's very funny
1: yeah yeah. So, vaguely based on a true story, but... Uh,
0: so vaguely.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. The actual story is kind of sad, actually. I know. So, And they've made it into a horror comedy, but, uh, you know, R.I.P. Cocaine Bear.
0: Yeah. Oh. Well,
1: spoiler. Exactly. <laughs> Pablo <real> Escobar. <laughs> I'm not sure what happens in the movie. I, uh, <laughs> spoiler for real life. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean... He would have potentially been dead of old age anyway if he had no deed.
1: Sure. Well, there you go. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of dead of old age, you mentioned that no uh, birthdays of note, but uh, I'm looking and I see Mary, Queen of Scots, okay. Jim Morrison
0: Wait, from are... The Doors. Wait,
1: what? Yeah, yep. And Sammy Davis Jr. So I think those are all folks of note, so. Happy oh. birthday. <laughs> long long gone <laughs> celebrities.
0: Wow, I don't think I I okay, I wasn't paying close enough attention. No. There's
1: a lot of like dregs.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? And I was right, it is uh Nicki Minaj's birthday. So I don't know why I keep mentioning her. So forget that. Anyway, um all right. Well, so should we take a break here?
1: Let's do it.
0: All right. And then what we, are we
1: talking about today?
0: We're talking about the best gift we've ever received. It doesn't have to necessarily be reserved for Christmas. You and I celebrate Christmas. So we're going to see what we come up with. Keep listening. We'll be right back.
1: I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnekin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacey Heller and Eric Ryder. That's me. Okay. Our topic this week, every week we pick a topic off of the wheelo topics, which is, I mean, crazy, no expense spared on this thing that we have. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you're chuckling. Um, and this week's topic is our favorite gift ever. Okay. So I'm the one that makes the list of topics. This is like the worst topic. You think? Well, kind of, because...
1: I I think it's a a nice topic because, you know, here we are in the middle of the holiday season, the gift-giving season, where Americans buy something like 90% of their purchases for the year. So I, I think it's good. It's a good topic.
0: Well, it is. I think it's that I realize I am not a great gift receiver, and not because I'm not appreciative, I'm super mm-hmm. appreciative, but I'm one of those people that's like, I really don't want anything that, you know, I'm, I'm that. But surely
1: before you got everything
0: <laughs> that well, you ever
1: wanted out of life,
0: but I, you received wait, I some gifts that
1: <laughs> completed that list.
0: Okay. So.
1: Or helped you along the way.
0: Yes. Sure. Yeah. Why don't you go first?
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So best gift of all time that I ever got or. Well,
0: I mean, I feel like there's different ages and stages. right? Right. So, you know, if you have a standout from like childhood or young adulthood or, you know, more recently, then certainly explore those ages and stages.
1: Okay. All right. Um, well, when I was when I was 17. <laughs> it was a very good year. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty decent year. Uh my dad actually bought a car for me. Um and uh you know, it wasn't a great car by any stretch. It was a 1972 Ford Maverick and it cost $400, <laughs> wow. um, which even back then was very little money, um, and it uh, had uh, trouble with the brakes, <laughs> and it made a horrendous sound when I made turns with it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was not a great car by any stretch. It looked all right. Uh, it was a light blue uh, seventy two uh, Ford Maverick, but the whole thing was you know up to that point I didn't have a car. Couldn't drive, uh, mainly stuck at home. So it, for me, this was a life changer, and you know, kind of like really freed me up to do all the the fun stuff that I wanted to do, and then of course go to work and do all the not fun stuff too. But it really kind of was a, a huge stepstone uh, for me in life. So I still think back to that as maybe. The best gift that I ever got, even though, like I said, not a great car. Uh, but we we had some good times, me and. Yep, you got a picture of it right in front of you. <laughs> That's it. Me I and just
0: pulled it up on the computer. Me and I'm Dad like, worked on you. the brakes together.
1: Um. So yeah, and I I remember it still used leaded gasoline, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> which you know I at the time I think was still available but more expensive. Then unleaded and, uh, you know, leaded gasoline was a terrible thing that never should have existed to begin with. But I remember getting like a bottle of lead substitute (laughs) to pour (laughs) into the gas tank for using unleaded gasoline in it. And, you know, soon after, I just realized that unleaded gasoline works just as well in this hunk of junk As leaded or (laughs) unleaded with lead substitute. Oh my gosh! It was like
0: a gas cocktail.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, did
0: yours have the black stripe on it, or was yours stripeless?
1: No, it didn't have a black stripe. It was a yeah. It was six cylinder, so it was really fast. Yeah, Um, I mean, this one's uh, a
0: V8, but um, you can get one out there still (laughs) i mean it would be kind of cool. like now it's kind of cool right right? oh my gosh
1: no airbags Ah, um no bench seat
0: (laughs) i mean it had an ashtray and a lighter probably
1: (laughs) definitely had the ashtray right and it probably
0: had the thing that you like you know now we you can charge your phones and it had probably had to like roll crank down the windows
1: right definitely yeah. i mean <laughs> cranked windows so it, it was you know it was kind of a hunk of junk but it was my hunk of junk it meant freedom for me so i was uh, extremely thankful to that to receive my first good car.
0: Yeah. good gift all right i'll go next a favorite gift
1: yeah i guess what's your favorite all-time uh favorite gift
0: okay well, so you mentioned your 72 Ford My Maverick. first
1: car was, yeah, it was a Christmas gift. I It was a Christmas miracle in my eyes. Honestly,
0: <laughs> like it is, I agree with you that that is like, it is the gift of like freedom of movement. I mean, mm-hmm. that is like, that's a huge gift. So interestingly, a few years ago, my kids got together and they made some sweatshirts that have... Stacey connects on it. And so I got some swag from them. And they got a sweatshirt for everyone in the family. So six of us. And so we have, you know, swag. The thing about that gift is that it was not about a need, not about a want, not something that I ever would have done for myself Not uh, something that I would take the time to do. It was so unexpected. And it was like, not to be all, you know, mushy gushy and whatever, but it was like them seeing me and like validating something that I was doing.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Those are, those are the best gifts.
0: And it was, it was awesome. I mean, it was really just so awesome. And so I would have to say that that is probably the best gift that I've ever been given that was just sort of a random out of nowhere uh right unexpected. from the heart for right sure. from the heart and yeah. you know and for them it's it's not about the dollar amount I mean you know uh last year for Mother's Day so the game cards against humanity uh, the kids put together a list of what could be the, the white cards or the black cards. And they made some uh, cards to add into our deck that are specific to family incidents or phrases or, uh, you know, anything like that. So that when we play, there's some cards that resonate with the family.
1: Yeah. So it's that personal touch. Mm -hmm. I think that made it special for you in both instances.
0: Totally. Yeah. Totally. So, you know, I think that I also, as a kid, so in addition to what Santa may have brought, my parents gave us presents. And one year I found where my mom put everything and I looked at everything in advance. And it was. The worst Christmas ever. Aww, because it's, you didn't have the surprise. There's not the surprise. It's not worth it. So, like, for all of you listening out there that like maybe think you might know where gifts are hidden for any holiday, it is not worth it. Because the thing that you don't realize is that when somebody takes the time to buy you a gift, it's there's also the the gift for the recipient of your reaction. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was like yay <laughs>
1: <laughs> you so, not a very good actress in this respect I guess
0: no, I don't think I don't think I was. I think I was just really bummed about it. um, okay, do you have some other for you?
1: yeah, well, another kind of life altering <laughs> gift, I guess, um when I was. 15, I believe, I got uh, my first guitar for Christmas, and that was was wonderful. Didn't know how to play it at the time, so I made a terrible noise, but even knowing that that would happen, my mom still got me a nice uh, acoustic uh, classical-style nylon string guitar uh, for Christmas, and I enjoyed plonking out uh, the rudimentary uh, songs that I was <laughs> creating at that age.
0: What's the song that everybody plays when they um, first learn to play guitar, the rock song?
1: Well, uh, people often talk about uh, Stairway to Heaven as being one of those, <laughs> um, for sure. But uh, Or Louie Louie, having simple chords. I didn't learn any of those things. I, I, uh, I just made up my own stuff, essentially.
0: Bump, 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 bump. Bum, bum, bum. Isn't Smoke that one... on the water? Yes. Isn't that a classic? Isn't that a classic? I'm,
1: I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people probably learned that one. Oh,
0: that's, okay. That's another really good Probably gift. doesn't
1: sound great on a nylon string. Well. <laughs> An out of tune nylon string guitar. Well. So I'm glad I, I didn't bother. <laughs> um, it,
0: it, this is like the, uh, is it uh, Brian Adams song? Bought my first real six string. Right. At the five and dime. Yep. Did you play it until your fingers bled? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's another good gift.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was very thoughtful and I very much appreciated it and even though it wasn't like my favorite guitar ever, just the fact that it got me started on that road um was was very nice. So I uh, I sold it <laughs> a few years later traded it in to get an electric guitar and uh but just I still think of it fondly because it I took it to a pawn shop almost like a five and dime <laughs> and <laughs> along with another uh, acoustic guitar that I've been gifted and traded those in for my first electric and that really changed things for me.
0: Yeah, totally. Um wow. Okay. So m- my upbringing was very like White and (laughs) uptight, like it was like. Here's an art book on Matisse. Enjoy it. It'll look great on your cocktail table. I'm like, I'm seven. (laughs) (laughs) So you
1: you know, your coffee table was the envy of all the other. I mean,
0: right? I mean, (laughs) I'm just saying. Um. So yeah, you know those things like it it goes to prove the point that when you have the ability to have more you sometimes like who you are isn't seen i mean mm. think about like the story of the gift of the magi right and right. you know just that idea that they had nothing so the two things that they really had that they felt was of value they were willing to give up for the person that they loved right and so um, so, I mean, it's almost like I would encourage people to not focus on like the, oh, let me get the thing that, you know, you've been wanting when you could do that any time of the year or let me get, you know, this thing that I normally would say no to. I don't know. I'm I'm being I'm very inspired by your. Your guitar and your car and, you know, leaning into your talents and your interests and giving you wings so that you had freedom to get out of Dodge. and
1: <laughs> Well, I'm inspired by the personal nature of the gifts that you cited. And people that don't know... um the Gift of the Magi. It sounds like it's straight out of the Bible, but really it was about uh, two married people, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and married couple. Yeah, and the guy saves up to buy a comb for his wife. Uh, this must have been some comb if you had to save up <laughs> for it uh, because she had beautiful hair and... And then she cuts her hair to buy him something. I can't remember what she bought him.
0: Uh, it was a watch fob. A watch had a fob. And
1: watch. he had sold the pocket watch uh, to buy the comb. Uh, so it's a real M. Night Shyamalan kind of uh, uh-huh, twist, twist ending there. O. Henry, the uh, M. Night Shyamalan of 1905. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but they were both so happy, even though... They didn't have the items anymore to put, you know, these things to use. Of course, you know, one could argue that her hair would grow back. He, right. And eventually he could maybe get his watch out of Hawk. But, uh, right. yeah, they couldn't use them immediately.
0: Yeah. And, you know, that's okay. Um, I will say su- Twilight Zone. That's the show. Remember I said that there was going to be a callback at some point? I was going to shout it out like Tourette's.
1: <laughs> the, the, the time travel <laughs> yes. science fiction thingy. Yes. Okay. <laughs>
0: Woo, okay.
1: If we could just go back in time <laughs> to the beginning of the show <laughs> we could insert in holy the cow. Toilet. That so. happened
0: exactly like I thought it would. So <laughs> sorry about that. Um, woo, okay. That almost hurt. It came out like a hiccup or something.
1: Brainwave. Right. And we've only got like one minute left. Okay. Any other like great gifts you could think
0: Experiences. of? Experiences. As a kid, uh I lived in New York, New Jersey area and my Parents would get us tickets to go see a Broadway show and go to see the ballet and things like that. And I will say that at the time I knew it was special. It was a big event. And now I look back on it and uh, it was an experience to watch and it was an experience to remember and time spent together. Mm -hmm. So I have to say uh, experiences are the other thing that have always I've been a big fan of
1: nice yeah i I can think of uh one other thing um my grandparents got me a a knit throw that is like uh, the flag of Ireland, um but it has a a harp on it as well, so oh. very Irish. At the time when I got it, I got to say, I was like, "Uh, (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) because I I did enjoy going to Ireland, but I didn't, you know, it wasn't one of those things that I, you know, went around flag waving or whatever. (laughs) Uh, But now I look and, and, you know, I got to say I'm disappointed in myself because I feel like when I said thank you for it, I didn't, I wasn't as effusive as I should have been because now when I see it, it reminds me of them. And it makes me happy. And I think, uh, gosh, I really should have expressed that a little more. You
0: just did. At the
1: time. Well, they're sadly no longer with us. Well, but um, I uh, believe,
0: (laughs) I believe that you just did.
1: The other thing was I was thinking, you know, they really shouldn't be spending money on me. I, You know, at that time, I was really thinking they really need to, you know, watch their finances or whatever. <laughs> so I I don't know. I just had this overwhelming kind of like, uh, you know, kind of <laughs> attitude, I guess, at the time. And now I think, geez, what a jerk I was. Hey, you know <laughs> Even what? though I said thank you, it's still I feel like I should have been way more uh effusive. But well, uh, yeah. you know,
0: it it's it's never too late to say thank you. Absolutely. So, so there so you go.
1: Thank you, grandma and grandpa.
0: Oh, to cry all right we're gonna take a break because i'm clearly i'm gonna need a minute to uh to compose myself before we talk to vance
1: sounds good and you know hanukkah's coming up speaking of gift giving oh my yeah,
0: <laughs> the eight well, crazy
1: nights of gifts and, eight and delicious gifts. food so let's talk to the man all about the food
0: let's do it keep listening we'll be right back don't ask me to talk Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag, involuntary and instinctive. It's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects. It's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to the show. So, uh, one of the best gifts that you can give people that we didn't really talk about today, uh... Is the gift of a food experience, which is exactly what happens when, when you go to Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Dink-Filder. That's
1: right. <laughs> and now it's that time of the show where we talk to the Lord of the Sandwich, the King of the Kneish, the Dude at the Deli. That's right. It's Vance Dingfelder. How are you, sir? Good afternoon. Happy holidays to you,
2: Eric, Stacy. How are you? How are you guys doing today?
1: We're doing great. It's always a pleasure when we get to talk to you and find out what we're eating or what we should be eating.
2: You know, what we're eating tonight, um, you know, you know what's happening. What comes in 10 days? I'll tell you.
1: Hanukkah?
2: It's Hanukkah. Miracle (laughs) of life. Yes. It's, it's all about the oil. (laughs) and Frying in the oil. Right? It's, it's. It's that we only had enough oil for one day, but it
0: lasted
2: eight. oh my
0: god <laughs> it's like the it's like the bacon fat that my grandfather made the fries in Oh oh excuse me <laughs> well, you,
1: want a, you, bacon fat? You, you probably oh, don't want well. to do bacon fat no, for well, Hanukkah. you don't do
0: bacon fat for Hanukkah <laughs> it
2: was really bacon fat. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm just saying, like you reused it and you reused it, and all of a sudden you had enough. And I, the story of Hanukkah is amazing to me. I love the story of Hanukkah.
2: Well, the story of Hanukkah is pretty wild. I mean, it's it's it was olive oil, right? That they used, and who the heck knows how they burnt olive oil? I I don't know, but they did. And here's how. Here's what you serve. So you're
1: telling me that whole time while they were lighting the menorah, it smelled like falafels in the place.
2: <laughs> the falafel? No. You see the falafel. The smell of falafel. Excuse me. Y- your house should smell like latkes. Ah, yes. But more, but, but more importantly, more importantly, are the sufganiot. The who? Eh? The what? The eh? what? Huh? Okay, I'm going to say it again. There's no silent letters. Sufogniot.
0: Okay, you what is what that? You
2: you want to look it up? S u f. SUFOG a g n i y o t. What that is? Okay, Stace, you know what a Zeppelin is, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's okay. a donut. Led
1: it's Zeppelin. A donut,
2: exactly. It's a donut. Did you say Led Zeppelin? <laughs> that was, that- I, didn't hear you say Led I, I, I said
1: Led Zeppelin, but uh. yeah,
2: I, but you know I mean I mean now we're going to the, you know we can go down that rabbit hole another time. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes, Led Zeppelins. Zeppelins are a thing on the East Coast. I'm just going to say, and I made them for nourish with events for people. What's Friends, in the Zeppelin? Well, a Zeppelin is like a pot of show, dough. It's really a donut, right? Yeah. And it's, it's But it's, it's pretty airy, and they're hot and greasy
0: and covered in powdered sugar. You can make it with pizza dough. <laughs>
1: they kind of look like beignets. No, they
0: don't make them with pizza dough. Who told you that? <laughs> okay, I have been known to take pizza dough from the grocery store and fry them up like a donut and throw sugar on them.
2: That you can do, yes, but that that is not the Zeppelin.
0: <laughs> I, I'm just saying.
2: You know, fr- listen, fried dough, no problem. Anything you can fry, any kind of dough, it's going to work. That's all I'm going to say. Okay.
1: It sounds so, fantastic. I'm sold.
2: So, so the sufganiot is like, um, I mean, it's a really good jelly donut. Is what it is. At the end of the day, it's it, they're fried fresh. We fry them fresh every day. We blow through them. It's ridiculous how many sufagnos <laughs> we sell. Something I'd like to tell people is that our point of sale changed this year. They created new software about two months ago, and it's been a pain in the neck. <laughs> you cannot order further out than six days. So oh. that's, affecting, that's affecting my Hanukkah orders. Yeah. So you won't, people won't be able to order for Hanukkah until Sunday. Eleventh,
0: mark your calendar
2: for pickup on Saturday the seventeenth, and we will sell. I'm going to say about two thousand latkes and a lot of matzo ball soup and brisket.
0: A <laughs> ton. Well, tis the so, season.
2: Yes, it is, and you know, I mean, it's about brisket, latkes matzo ball soup, and here's here's okay. You know what? I'm going to tell the secret. It's a big secret that if you take my sweet onion mushroom compote and mix it with the brisket gravy, you have something special there.
0: Oh.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not kidding. And, and that's so. Take the brisket gravy and the mushroom onion compote and mix them together, and put that on your brisket with a couple of latkes. Something's gonna happen. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and some up to dessert. Now we're talking.
1: Sounds pretty course, good.
2: You, you, you might be an applesauce and sour cream person, Eric.
1: Uh, I like I am food? absolutely an applesauce and sour cream person.
2: Got you. Got it. On, on your latkes. Yes. Did you know that we make our applesauce?
1: I you made it. You make it yourself in house. Yes. yes it's, wow. It's,
2: it's, yeah, we do, and we use organic Honeycrisp apples, and yeah, like that, and we make our own. Yeah, yeah. no sugar.
1: That sounds great.
2: Have, no sugar added. It's really, it's really pretty good. My, my friend Lori Mintz, uh gave me that recipe.
0: Oh, shout out. Way to go, Lori. So, so, you know,
2: I mean, I had somebody come into the deli today that said, I heard you on the radio.
0: <laughs> yeah. Excellent. I thought you'd like. to that. Yes, thank you to whoever that listener is was.
2: Because he I heard you on the radio, I had to come. It, it's going to be crazy. Um, you know, get your order in as soon as possible. Oh, we're we're also doing pumpkin cheesecake, um, but it's latkes, latkes, potato pancakes with gravy and brisket and matzo ball soup. All kinds of... That's basically what happens for eight crazy nights, you know? And we also have candles. How about that? People love to think and buy candles in our place. You'd be shocked. And how many people are like last minute?
1: It's one-stop shopping.
2: Yeah. Why not? You know? I I did it last year, and I sold out. Do you have multiple sizes? or Because... No, no, no. They're dripless, which is very important.
1: Are they made of they, olive oil?
2: They are not made of <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> but, Fair enough. They, but but they, but you do have enough for a complete night of Hanukkah, and we're doing our Hanukkah box this year, where um, it's like a meal for a meal that feeds about four people, and you get an entree, you get the soup, you get the latkes, you get a, you get a few dreidels, you get some gelt. Do you know what gelt is? Gold coins. You got it, gold, and I've got Belgian chocolate coins. Oh, <laughs> so yes, we have dreidels and, and and gelt, and we put, we give, we have fun. Hanukkah is a fun holiday, and uh, you know,
0: it's,
2: it's, it's, I'm looking forward to it next week.
0: Well, and for everybody that's listening, by the way, you don't have to be Jewish to appreciate these delicacies that Vance is talking about.
1: Good thing, because I love them.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is <laughs> I not love
1: a lotka. This is not love reserved. <laughs> I love the brisket.
0: It's a lot of Yes, <laughs> It is a lot of latkes, but I mean, you know, A, these are things that you always have. You are, after all, a Jewish delicatessen, and B, you know, these are things that, no matter what you celebrate, these things will Like, make your taste buds explode. It is a gift you should give to your mouth.
2: It's like a hug for your tummy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh.
1: That's your next uh, t shirt, Vance. That's
2: it. Dingfelder's. It's It's like a hug for your tummy. It's all about the meat. (laughs) It's all about the meat. But the brisket, the brisket, the brisket gravy, but latkes, you know, and the nice thing about having us do your latkes is that your house is not going to smell. Like fried
0: like oil and onions. Yeah.
2: But you know, there's something about that smell. You know, you walk in the house and you go, "Okay, latkes are cooking."
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, it smells
2: like home. You can grate those potatoes and nick your knuckles.
0: And- yeah. No. 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 That I don't need any skin in with my grated potatoes. Thank you very much.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. Nah. No. Nah. I'm going to leave it to the professionals at uh, Dingfelders and uh, Nourish Catering too. So,
2: you know, uh, uh, you know, maybe you should come down and have a little Hanukkah dinner, a Hanukkah
0: Gelp. Maybe a
2: Hanukkah. we're going to have Spilkus playing.
0: Oh, when's that happening? Do you know? That's that is happening on the
2: 18th. All right, in the morning in the morning. Yeah, we got we got a Klezmer band. Spilkus is coming. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you know. I'm for clubs. Do <laughs> <laughs> come down and have a party. Come on. All right. Huh? You know, it's like it's like a coming out of COVID party.
0: I love it. That's awesome. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, you heard it here, folks. So you need to mark your calendar. A that if you want to order things for. Uh, Hanukkah, then mark your calendar for the 11th and at that point the point of sale will open and Dingfelder's can take your orders for Hanukkah and mark your calendar for the 18th because that's the day that there is going to be musicians playing at the deli and playing traditional music.
1: Sounds I like a great party.
0: Can't say any of those uh, other words that you said because I don't know how to dreidel, pronounce
2: them. Dreidels and gelt and all the other things you need to have a
0: Nice. I love it. All right. Uh so that just makes me hungry as usual. Like every single time we talk to Vance, we're hungry. Uh I will say that I am having a hankering for actually the pickles that are at the deli, which no I'm not pregnant, but uh something about the pickles. So I'm going to have to uh take a trip and come and see you before the 18th. Because I'm going
1: down to get me some loads of latkes.
0: There you go. A load of latkes. Uh, like a hug from the inside. All right. Well, with that, thanks, fans. It's always so great to talk to you. Uh, remember, yeah, folks, you go to dingfelders.com and uh, you can take a look at the menu that's there, and you can get whatever you need to celebrate Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, your birthday, Uh the Immaculate Conception. Hey, whatever you want to do.
1: And don't forget about Nourish Catering for your uh, catering needs for holiday parties, right?
2: There you go. All right. Eric, the engineer, always with the add-in. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Thank you. Have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Take care.
1: You too.
0: Bye.
1: All right. Always fun talking to Vance. But now, time once again to pick what we're talking about on next week's show.
0: All right. Hope it's a good one.
1: Well, perfect uh, for the holiday season here. Once again, uh, Wheel-O Topics, <laughs> you've, you've helped us out by uh, selecting a holiday-themed uh, topic here. Weird holiday songs. Now, it's cut off as weird holiday sun on the uh, wheel, but I'm guessing it's weird holiday songs.
0: Like Dominic the Donkey.
1: Yeah. Or I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Maybe. I,
0: I just heard that this morning. <laughs> I want a hippopotamus for Christmas.
1: Yes. <laughs> so I guess we'll talk about our favorites, <laughs> at least favorite weird holiday songs.
0: I love it. OK, that and, is. And, and I have to say, when I did this, it was uh, when I was thinking about this, it was. You know, there's all the standards and everything, but there's some really funky versions. So it's it's not that they all have to be weird, but, you know, some fun versions of different songs. And uh, and people can pay attention and we'll add it to our playlist and, you know, we'll have some fun with it.
1: Very good. And if you've got a weird holiday song that's a favorite or uh, a bane of your existence during <laughs> this season, give us a call or text us at 475 999
0: There you go. I love it. All right. So next week, we're going to talk about weird songs. Have a great week, everyone.